You need a big kiss on the forehead. Nikki, everything that is said after the sinks is staying in this episode. Yeah, well, it's true. Uh, you need you need a big kiss on the forehead, and someone someone better give it to you. And that person's name is Ben Kratz. Oh, good good boy, Ben. Thank you so much. Nikki, how are you doing? I, uh, Andy, I'm not going to lie to you. Audience, listeners, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very tired. Um, Me too. I, and I know you're tired, Andy. I had a very busy week. Um, usually in my day job, I don't, I don't get 40 hours, a full 40 hours. Um, but it definitely was at 39, and I've been keeping count. Um, but that's okay. I'm having a good time. Uh... Andy, I've been I've been very stressed lately, as you know, but um, that's okay because I am looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel, which is the release of Nikki Kulai's third album, Hyperthesis. Uh, I really just forgot the name of it entirely. If I'm being honest, I thought it was okay. Temper Tantrum for a second. You know what? That's a <laughs> that's a that's a cool that's a cool alternative title. If I was like, um, what's her name, Melanie Martinez? Okay, we'll talk later. We got a speed run this one, Andy. It's Sunday night. Yeah, it's Sunday night, and I don't want to fucking edit this. Uh, so I'm going to import the settings from last or the plugins from last week's episode. Uh, nothing's changed on my end. Uh, and then right. we, this is just going up on the internet. Uh, if you're All listening right. to this uh, as it comes out, uh, we probably recorded this within 24 hours of when you listen to this. Okay. Uh, well then, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very uh, I'm gonna be very careful of what I say today because I've said a lot of cancelable things in previous recordings. So I'm gonna be a good boy Have today, you? Andy. <laughs> I don't know. Some people listen, Andy. I keep telling you, call me in five years and listen to this podcast in five years, and who knows what's canceled anymore? Like I feel we're gone. Thank God, N- Nikki. My, yes, Andy. Hi, my buddy, Andy. my boy. Uh, this week we're talking about the hit record, the two thousand, two thousand, the two thousand no. and nothing winner. Okay, nineteen ninety nine album. Yes, but it won in the year two thousand. Yeah. Supernatural by Santana and Friends. Whoa! Wow, radical, dude. We're uh, talking this, about Santana. This was uh, the baseline for music going into the twentieth, twenty first century. Is that is that how you describe it? I guess. Uh, this album beat out Fan Mail by TLC, Fly by the artists formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, currently the Chicks, Millennium by the Backstreet Boys, and When I Look in Your Eyes by Diana Krall. Krall? Krall. Krall. Oh, I know her. She's a, um, she is a, uh, a Canadian, I believe Canadian, um, jazz pianist and I think singer on the side. Um, she's kind of like the, actually, I shouldn't say this. I was going to say, she's kind of like the Tony Bennett of Canada, but that's probably not true at all, but they have had a, they have had a, I think they had a collaborative, uh, album together before. Like, interesting. Past couple years. Anyway, um, I'm not familiar with any of those, uh, 
those artists other than Diana vaguely. I mean, th- we've listened to the chicks before, and then oh. I have no idea who the fuck TLC. You really are not familiar what? with the Backstreet Boys. You don't know TLC, uh, Andy. I'm gonna be honest. You want to know how tired I am? I didn't. I don't remember anything you just said. Um, this is gonna be a fun episode. TLC. Do you don't know TLC? That that was an R and B girl group. Um, I do not know TLC. I'm sure you've heard like a like they were one their like biggest hit before, but I could not tell you which one it is. You know, oh, Love is Here to Stay with Tony Bennett, 20, 2018 album with uh, Diana Krall. Um, I haven't listened to it. I listened to a couple bits of it, but anyway, that, that's, um, that's, that's, that's Tony for you. So, so Nikki, here is my favorite part of the show, and I'm sure it's going to be yours this week. Right, uh, right. You wanted to describe the album art. <laughs> okay. All right. you, can just, you can just generalize for this yeah, one. Yeah, all right. Well, let me, let me do my best. Okay, so we have an art installation here oh wow i didn't even realize okay so there's a mermaid on the on the cover all right there's a mermaid it's kind of like what do you describe these these types of artwork andy um pretty no but it's like a specific style it's like i think it it hit it's like mexican art uh style but it kind of has this like psychedelic twist to it like it kind of reminds me of like a journey album cover um but less like sci-fi um, and more like Latin jazz inspired. And I say that because there are two, uh, I believe those are congas on the cover as well as a guitar. Um, oh, wow. Um, there is above the mermaid who is wearing a crown is, uh, I, I'm guessing an angel or a cherub with wings. And it's a flying the, head. Oh uh, yeah. And you know who, whose flying head that is? That's Santana's. Carlos Santana himself. That's, that's Carlos Santana himself. Um, we have the... I think this was drawn. This had to have been drawn. Um, this, I mean, it's definitely not a real photo. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I I was just... I mean, we do digital now, but yeah, this was definitely drawn. Um, we have Supernatural at the top. It kind of looks like it, it, fire text. Like, pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't know. It looks like they're on the ground. Um, and there's a bunch of, there's like foliage around. There's some, there's some, uh, some artic, um, artistic symbols, uh, that are symbolic of indigenous cultures. I believe in, in the Americas, I'm seeing a, um, Native American, uh, head man with a, with a headdress. I want to make sure I'm just saying all of these things correctly. Um, yeah, that's really about it. I and also It's hard time, to describe. Well, yeah, it's I mean, like when you look at it, you can see what's going on. Listeners just l- look at the damn image. Listeners, like, uh if you're not driving, look at it. Yeah. It's it's actually I think it's a very cool album cover. Um uh, it, it's a very Yeah, it's ve- it's very pretty. It's like a mural, that's what it is. It kind of looks like a mural. Um Yeah. And it's at nighttime, you see there's stars there. You know, it's it's very pretty. Obviously, the artist put a lot of work into it. Um, I have no, I take no issue with this album cover other than perhaps the fact that Santana just wrote his name on top of it and the S looks upside down. Andy, look at that S in Santana. It it's looks just, like, it, I, yeah, it looks like I guess, a question yeah. mark. Anyway, I'm, I'm nitpicking now, but I, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting album cover. Uh, definitely one of our most, um, how, how could you say, uh, uh, fluid? No. Um, explosive, colorful, uh, dynamic, most, um, 
a lot of stuff right. going on. Yeah, there's a lot of things happening. But yeah, how's that, Andy? Did I pass? Gr- good enough job, uh, considering oh the circumstances. The circumstances. Uh, so, <laughs> a busy album cover. Yeah, Nikki, do you want to go track by track, or do you want to generalize? We can. We can. Um, I, I have something for everything, but I mean, I'll say right now that I kind of found most of this album to be very similar instrumentally. Yeah. So we don't have to go too deep into it, but I do. Ha- I have. If you, there are things you want to skip over, I can. I can take over. That's uh, that today. And not necessarily skip over. I have something to say about most of it. It's okay. Just, so know, yeah. So yeah. let's talk. Let's let's go through it. Uh, okay. So first track, uh, Spanish word. Uh, it, it is a very high energy intro track, and I actually bro, really liked bro. it. De dele yaelo. Yeah, thank you. Um, Did you take Spanish in high school? I took Spanish in high school and college. Okay. Just checking. Okay, uh, but yeah, How no, many it, years? It, uh, four total, or three years? total. Okay, that three total. When did you start? I took a semester of. Like when did you start in high school? Uh, high school, I did freshman year, and then that's it. Oh, no, I guess only two total. And then I did one semester or two semesters in college. Yeah, so technically two years full. You um, only had to take one language in high school, one language class? I took two years of French in middle school. French, ugh, okay. All right. Don't be one of those people who hate the French, jeez. I don't hate the French. I love I love fries. <laughs> anyway... Uh, it's this De, de la, yeah. Uh, it's a great intro track. Uh, I said it sounds like a Spanish anime intro. Uh, Spanish that being anime s- intro. That being said, um, this track was two times too long, Nikki. Uh, and yeah, that's because of half of the song is a guitar solo. Um, a recurring theme throughout the project, Andy. Yeah, Nikki. So Very I'm, recurring I'm, theme. We can, we could talk about this now to get it out of the way. This album mm-hmm. would have been forty minutes if it weren't for the All world's the damn loudest guitar gu- solos. Oh my god! And like they didn't even match up in some of the songs. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. I was miserable. Okay, well, <laughs> miserable. I generally, I generally speaking, liked this album, yeah. but I would have loved this album if the guitar solos weren't on it. Now, Andy, before we continue, I just have to say, you mentioned very early on in our podcast that this was, like, well-known as, like, a terrible album. I, yes. Who? First of all, who said that? Second of all, no, it isn't. It's, like, it's pretty mid, but, like, it's not, like, terrible. Well, you know. Who said some random, this? Some random people on the internet. Uh, I have not yeah, heard yeah. good things about this album. I, uh, I can say a couple good things about this record, but, but you know, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the guitar solos on this album really, really killed it for me. I, you know, I'll say, Andy, I think in in most most uh, spots, I think they're, they're, they're good solos, you know. Like, this is very clearly, like, Latin jazz, you know. Latin sure. jazz, Latin rock-inspired uh, project. And, um, you know, I... Um, I, you know, I, 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 I think that in terms of Latin jazz, I thought it was really good. Um, or at least it reminds me of Latin jazz from when I went to SUNY Oswego, you know? Um, and I don't know how that, how that feels. Um, but I, you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't like absurdly offended by most of this, but the, but this is a good opening track. I think it starts off with this cool, engaging 
be um and um the hook I think it's like Dialeo. Yeah. Like I was like, oh okay. Like I was getting into it. I was like, oh, this is like really cool. Um this guitar solo, most of them are like this, so I'll mention this here, which is in terms of the mix. I think that most of them, most of the guitar solos, which again, like there's 14 tracks, I would say at least 10 of them. There's maybe, some of them have two solos per track. Um, uh, I think the, the, the way that it's mixed, it's really chunky, I would describe mm-hmm. it, really chunky, really upfront in the mix. Sometimes a little too upfront. Um, or there's other times where it's really far back and it really needs to kind of find like it's, um, you know, balance. Um, but I, they clearly want you to hear all, all of, uh, these great solos, which I'm guessing are from the man himself. Them, um, yeah. Carlos Santana is the credited guitar player. I, I, I want to say, Andy, that it, you should, if you look on the band's Wikipedia page, you'll see that like Santana, the band named after him, he's been in the band the whole time. But there has been, like, I'm just going to assume, I think about, like, 20-plus, yeah. 20, 30, uh, like, musicians in the band Santana that have just been following Santana, like, his whole time. And, but, I, so, it, it could be a number of musicians who are doing the, the drumming or the, you know, backing vocals or the, I don't know, cello or whatever they're playing. Um, but I think, Andy, it, it was, when I was listening to it, it's so much funnier just to imagine Carlos Santana playing every instrument. Um, and so listening to this, I imagine just a room full of Carlos Santana's, um, <laughs> just playing the drums and then singing and then five of them. Sure. The choir. That's how I feel. And that's how I'm listening to this album. So that's where my head's at. Um, I'm going to say this one thing and I just need to say it since you said like, what did you say? Like Western anime? Um, Spanish anime. Yeah. Spanish anime. Um, there was a point in the guitar solo, and I don't know if it was pan, but it was kind of like the guitar solo was doing something, and I think it was like the horns or another instrument was doing something. It was like, da, and then the other instrument was like, da, it's like, da, 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 da. It was something doing something like that. Um, Andy, I don't know how familiar you you are with, um, Cartoon Network, uh, Deep Cuts, uh, programming. Um, but there was this children's show cartoon titled Shaolin Showdown. Yes, I remember Shaolin Showdown. You know Shaolin Showdown? Uh, that was a good show. That was a good show. People don't remember it. It's on par with Code Lyoko, in my opinion. Um, that's that's a statement, sure. I love Code Lyoko, too. Um, a- anyway, I was just thinking about the intro, and the intro to Shaolin Showdown, if you recall, the, the theme music, um, you have the... I, I forget what the, what they're called, like the Shaolin Warriors or something like the the group, the good guys, and then the bad guys. And in the in the title card, they're like going against each other at opposite frames, and and they're going at different times. So then you have the good guys going like ha, and then the guys going ha ha, and they get speed up, and then they go boom, and then I think it's like Shaolin Showdown. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's what this reminded me of. Uh, I think Shaolin Showdown stole it, but um, I will not give Santana credit. Sure. Anyway, um, next track. next song, uh, "Love of My Life." Uh, I said that this song sounded like a Steely Dan song, and this one the year before Steely Dan. Uh, so I guess you could say that album sounds like this. Anyway, uh, I loved how prominent the bass was on this track, uh, mm. but this is when I realized uh, the guitar solos were the entire album. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was something about how the track started that made me think. Oh, maybe this is a bad album. Um, because, like, I don't know, it felt like a really rough start, like, because it was just starting off with the with the drums and percussion. And then you have these, like, really gruff 
like low vocals at the start, like I think what he what did he say? Something like Carlos Santana. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, is this supposed to be sexy or like is he drunk? Like I, you know, I didn't I didn't really. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't get much out of it. It's featuring um, who is this guy? Carter Buford and Dave Matthews. Which I don't know if you've heard of that guy, but he's been he's been really popular lately. Yeah. The death. Yeah. The the (laughs) fucking features on this album are great. They have there are they have some huge names. Um, you know, we'll talk about and some also names I've never heard of. Yeah, I mean, and someone we hate. Anyway. Oops. Uh, next track, put your lights on, Nikki. I actually really loved this track. I thought the vocal performance was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. It sounded completely different from the first two songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what was this gentleman's name? Uh, Everlast. Everlast. Yeah, I thought it was D'Angelo. It sounded a little bit like D'Angelo at first, but oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked the acoustic guitar intro. Um, that was nice, nice little switch up after the electric solos. More gruff man vocals, but um, that's okay. Uh, I, I, I noticed that this track turned into a sort of like hip-hop-esque yeah. beat, just the way that it was kind of grooving and vibing. Uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. That's all. Yeah. Uh, next track, uh, Africa Bamba. I do not, Nikki, speak Spanish, I think was the language on this track. I don't speak whatever language they were speaking. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately... Uh, but, you know, it had a good mix of piano and percussion. I think I heard some cowbell in there and then trumpet. And then the guitar came in and overtook it. The guitar was mixed so in front on every single track on this whole album. It well, was like... Li- <laughs> it was like so... It didn't match up with anything. He just... Like, they had a good track and then Carlos Santana just started, like, playing over it. And it pissed me off. You know, you know Santana, like... He probably is like Captain Beefheart with his band. He's he gets his whip out and is just like play, play, and then he and then he plays and then in the mixing room like he's sitting there in the back in the couch and the mix engineer is like oh this is perfect this is a great mix and then Santana with his fucking sunglasses is like why aren't I louder louder mm-hmm. damn it that's exactly um, it that's what happened here uh, <laughs> but um. Oh, and I also noted in Africa Bamba, um, there was a, a, a much more mellow beginning again. Um, the vocals were really buried. The, the guitar's always up, but the vocals are just buried. And I, you know, I, you know, you know, you know that we need to push the vocals up, Andy. This is a yeah. nationwide, got to push them up. Everyone put your vocals I, up. I at think least modern pop TV. music is doing a very good job at that. Well, could be doing better. Yeah, are you okay? I, I don't know, man. You heard that Bruno Mars episode. We 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 had those vocals up nice in front. And actually, you're right. Chunk, uh, Andy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been listening to Bruno Mars for the past like me week too. or so because of that. So thank you, Bruno, for making me relive my 2016. <laughs> I love you. Uh, but yeah, this was an okay track. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, next track. Uh, the big song. I believe this was the first single. Feels like it. Uh, but yeah, this is the one that's got like, you know, a quarter of a billion listens on Spotify. Smooth. Uh, this uh, was a very catchy song. Uh, the vocals on it were really cool, although for the first half of the song, they had this, this weird phone filter over it that I did not like. Mm-hmm. And it, I I thought it was going to be phased out or like fade like that. They would like lessen that effect quicker. But no, it just like kept going for like two minutes. Hmm. 
Oh yeah, I I I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it, it sounded like they had like an amp on the vocals yeah. or something. Um, it was a nice change of pace, you know. But I I I, I see your point of it's not being um all that pleasing to the ear. Uh, I did like how this track was driven more by the horn section. Um, I found that it had a really tight groove to it, and um, they really they were going off, you know. They were really um having a grand old time with those horns. So, thank you, horn players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but no, this was this is a really fun track. Yes. Uh, who was Rob Thomas the vocalist for this one? Yes, he was Rob yeah. Thomas. Thanks, Rob. L- listen, it was a. He did a good job. I really like. I, I said this already, but like, damn, the features on this record are really good, and I just wish the guitar wasn't here, <laughs> uh, especially on the next track. Oh my god, they had Lauren Hill and CeeLo Green on the same. Do you like the way Lauren Hill, CeeLo Green on the same track? Lauren Hill's verses were phenomenal, fantastic, yeah. great. CeeLo was so quiet you could barely hear him because he had yeah. the fucking guitar again. <laughs> Um, this was CeeLo Green, right? Well, yes. I on Apple Music, it was just credited as CeeLo. Um, so, but yeah, <laughs> my first note is Green! Um, friend of the show, Lauren Hill, does great. Um, gr- I, I did love her, her verse, and, and her flow was really spot on. I also noted that CeeLo's vocals were buried. Um, and, but honestly, Andy, I don't really think he did much other than it, like, Maybe it was because it was just buried, but it just sounded like he was, like, freestyling and mumbling. Sure. Um, well, like, that, I couldn't really tell what he was singing about. And I know I, it's because it was the very vocal, but I think his performance, too, is not super great. Maybe maybe the mix engineer was just sitting there being like, hey, this isn't very good. Maybe you can just, he said, you know, fuck CeeLo. And he said, fuck you. <laughs> um, That's how he came up with the song. Yeah, CeeLo was like, ah, write that down, write that down. Um, we'll come back to it in ten years. But no, I enjoy. I enjoyed this track. You know, I I I don't remember if I told you, but like I did re-listen to that Lauren Hill record relatively recently. I think we had a guest episode on the week I did. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. That's a good record. I still like the record. I know you didn't enjoy it as much as I did, but I think it's pretty good. Andy, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get me canceled. I d- I didn't hate the record. It just it was a, it wasn't what I was hoping for, and it like I love I love some songs from that, but it's just not, you know. I didn't I didn't get it as much as the rest of them. Maybe when I'm in like my thirties, I'll I'll change my tune. But can you sure. give me a minute? I'm just saying, you know, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't enjoy it as much as I did. There you go. That's the ep- the episode is still there if you're listening to this, uh, and for you now. can. Yeah, you can go there and listen to the episode for yourself and see what Nikki gave it. Uh, <clears throat> next song, Maria, Maria. Um, <laughs> on this track, uh, I had a note. Uh, he warns us before he starts playing the fucking guitar again. He shouts his name. <laughs> Carlos Santana. Um, Andy, this yes, track, Nikki. this track stood out to me for uh, for a specific reason. Because the I've heard the beat before. I knew I've heard it before. I knew it was sampled in something that I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking so hard. I was like, who? Like, because I I remember the they, they, there was this like really great um electric guitar melody um in the in like the in the song, and it had it was like da 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 something like that. 
And that's how it ends. Um, and it's so memorable. I was like, where the hell have I heard that before? And I knew that the singer who sang, sang over it was Rihanna. I was like, Rihanna? Okay, Rihanna. Well, it definitely wasn't on Anti, her best record. Um, it doesn't sound poppy enough to be on anything else. So she must have been a feature. And then I thought about it a little bit. And then I realized, Andy, this track, Maria Maria, was sampled by none other than DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled! Um, the track That's Wild hilarious. Thoughts, yes, the track Wild Thoughts, which was, which is, um, his number one song, DJ Khaled's number, like, or most listened to, most, most hot song on, 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 uh, Apple Music. Um, it's this song, and I was like, damn it, and then I heard the song again, and it's a really good song, just saying. Um, who is it featuring? Oh, Bryson Tiller, it's also Rihanna and Bryson Tiller, so, that was, um, that was a couple years ago, and, uh, DJ Khaled, he's only... He's only been going down since. Sorry. Sorry, DJ. Um, nah, don't feel too bad. He doesn't eat pussy. Yeah, oh, fuck that guy. Well, uh, like, the kid eats or whatever he wants. Like, whatever. Like, mm. You know, the interview, he said that, right? It's crazy. Yeah, dude, like, I watched the interview of that. He's like, well, you know, I pay for everything, so, like, I should be getting blowjobs. But, like, oh, dude, oh. it's like, dude, like, come on, man. But he, I, if I recall, like, from the interview, he said something like, you know, like, I'm the king, you know? Yeah. And, like, the king, the king, like, he doesn't go down. Only his queen goes down on the king or something like that. Anyway, I, we don't got to get into it. That's that's for another that's ed- for... editable ed- episode. Yeah. Um. Or a conversation that just doesn't need to be set to recording at all. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, Andy. Migra. Next song. Migra? I believe um, it's short for, like, migration or, like, immigration. Okay. Migra. Um, Migra. I said that this track had a very, very, very cool bass line. Uh, that was absolutely ruined by an electric guitar solo. Um, this was a very Tom-heavy track as well, uh, which you don't yes. hear a lot of in pop music. Uh, I don't know. It had a cool sound to it. I liked this track uh, a whole lot, actually, more than I thought I did. I really liked this track because, um, like you said, it had like a sort of drum-driven, percussion-driven feel to it. I liked the call and response with the group vocals and the electric guitar. Um, there, there's a sort of like back and forth between the two of them, which I thought was really cute. And most notably, there was, there was this, there was this like refrain. I don't, rem- I don't know if it was an electric guitar. It, it might've been some other instrument or, or combination, but it had this sort of melody. And I don't know if you recall it, Andy, but it had this sort of melody that had this like Irish feeling to it. It reminded me of like an Irish river dance. Um, cause it was like, do, 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 or something like that. Um, by the way, everyone, happy St. Patrick's Day if you celebrate. Um, as, uh, as a quarter of an Irishman, um, I am tired. And What's the other quarter? Hungarian. You didn't know that? No. Irish, Hungarian, Filipino. My favorite part is the whole package. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> 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 um, anyway... I thought it was a good track, and I did like the I did like the feeling to it. Uh, it was good. Uh, and that's pretty much where the album loses me a little. Uh, this was a long there. one. 
it was a long one, but like, it was not even the length that bothered me. It was just the consistency of the quality of the next few tracks. Uh, not to say it was bad. It just got real old real fast for me because uh, yeah. this is where they kind of slow down, um, you know, the features. Uh, you know, Andy, this is exactly the same thing I wrote in my notes for this next song. I said, there's not, this is not much different than the previous tracks. And then that's how mm. it kind of stopped moving forward. Uh, yeah, Corazon, Corazon Espinada. I think that's spinned meat in Spanish. Corazon is heart. Heart spin. I could be completely wrong about that. I'm going to fact check you so you don't you look like a clown. I Like I said, I don't speak Spanish. Uh Thorned Heart. Thorned, Thorned Heart. Thorned Heart. <laughs> Completely different from what I was thinking about then. Uh, You're working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, wishing, uh, yeah, th- it was fine. Uh, you know, I-, I just was sick of the guitar. Uh, next track, unless Nikki has something to say, because he's looking oh. intensely at Google. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just looking at Wikipedia. Um I, yeah, I didn't have much else to say other than I like the, the there's some percussion, which there's on a lot of tracks, but there's a shaker, and I like the shaker. Yeah, uh, next track, uh, Wishing It Was. Uh, I was sick of the guitar at this point, and that was pretty much all I was hearing. Yeah. More damn electric guitar solo is what I wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Ferrol, next track. Wow. Whoa. Uh, the, gu- the guitar wasn't super fucking annoying on this track. It had a very gentle... Uh, and subdued kind of like intro, and it was very peaceful. Uh, it was actually a really nice instrumental track uh, with the organ on it was pretty good, actually. I really, I think this was probably my favorite of the B-side. I like this too. Was this all instrumental? Uh, most of the second half was instrumental, yeah. Okay. Um, this, I would describe this track as bossa nova, just based on the... Maybe maybe not the rhythm, so maybe it's not Bossa Nova. But it had a sort of, like, coffee shop vibe to it, you know? Um, very laid back, and, um, you know, uh, I, I also said the electric guitar, it wasn't, like, in your face. It was actually kind of, like, sweet and and um, melodic. Like, it was very, it was in mm-hmm. the background. It was kind of, it was slow. It was, he wasn't just, like, you know, as he's been doing. Um the the song sounded so familiar, Andy, and I really couldn't tell you where. Like, I don't know if it was sampled in something, but like, or or like, it reminds me of some other song. Um, if I I'm gonna look it up real quick, but if um I I couldn't I, I couldn't think of something. It's it, or it sounded like something. Um, but I could not tell you. Anyway, that's that's all I wanted to say. Has uh, has that sort of quality to it? No, I get of it. The past. Uh, Primavera, I didn't have anything new to say about this song. Uh, mm, it's more electric guitars. You know, Nikki, we gave, on Twitter, you got a lot of shit for hating guitars, but, you know, I think what? suddenly... What did I they think, say? Nothing. What uh, did they say? No, what happened, Andy? Did I get canceled on Twitter? You didn't I'm get canceled on Twitter. On Twitter. You okay. didn't get canceled okay. on Twitter. We all, all jokingly right, made fun of Nikki Kulai's stance on guitars. Can you, sh- wait, no, can you show me what they, what do they say? It's on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, Andy. Just log into twitter.com slash the Grammy Boys. I can't Boys. do that. I can't do that. I'm not there yet. Okay. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, this album turned me into a Nikki Cool Eye uh, copycat. I hate guitars now. Ha 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 I'm sure I'll be back to liking guitars in a bit. However, uh, as it stands, no more. 
Uh, but no. Uh, Nikki, you got anything to say about Primavera? I know you're Googling. Yeah, I couldn't find anything. Um, this was a very long track. Yeah. Um, not as Give long as the s- next one. Um, but the group vocals, I-, I liked how they came in now and again. It was more call and response. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't really have much to say other than it was long. I, these tracks did not need to be so damn long. This album could have been 40 minutes. Yeah. It could have been an email. Uh, <laughs> so the next track, The Calling, featuring Eric Clapton. My only note for this was, this has got to stop. <laughs> um, Bastard of the show, Eric Clapton, uh, does a pretty decent enough solo or whatever. Um, I knew it was him and I was like, fine, whatever. But uh, the dramatic switch up with the drums when they came in, maybe the tempo even like changed to, it was really abrupt for me. Um, it really just came out of nowhere. Like, and I was actually kind of enjoying the sort of sweet, like, you know, melodic drumming, even if it was, or sorry, guitar playing, even if it was from a bastard of the show, Eric Clapton. Um, the, the introduction before the, the B comes in is a, almost half of the song, Andy. And just the way that it, that the song like panned out, <clears throat> it felt like an incredibly long intro before the actual song comes in. It didn't feel like here's here's like half of the song, here's the other half. It felt like here's a long ass intro and then here's like half of a song. Yeah. Um I hated it. Uh It was not a good it, song. It was definitely the it, worst song on the album. It yeah. I I actually would agree. I I think, you know, again like the playing I don't think is bad, but I I said the track is just kind of nothing. You know, not much happens other than solos and, and, like, some chorus vocals. But otherwise, like, it's just, like, noodling. It's just noodling is what it is. And, it's uh, hanging out. Know. He hung out with Carlos Santana and had a great time. Good for him. Ugh. Yeah, good uh, for him. <laughs> last track, uh, Day of Celebration. It was the entire album encompassed in one song. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I liked the, the sort of, like, a cinematic opening with the guitar and, and there's some percussive effects. Um, again, half of the track was just instrumental. And then the vocals, they don't really add much, but the track with the vocals continue to build. I don't know if you noticed, noticed this handy, but the fade out on this song, it sounded like there were race cars. <laughs> I heard like... They're copying the Beatles. Yeah. Um, I heard, I heard like people racing cars at the end, like as it was fading out. Maybe that was a different instrument, or maybe they put some something in there. But, um, that's how they ended it with 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 me just thinking about uh race cars. Yeah, I mean, it was a weird album. I listen. I I think you know going into this album thinking what I thought about it, uh, I was happily surprised. Um, but that doesn't speak much to the quality. Um. Yeah, I thought this was going to be, like, some, like, Corey Feldman shit. Um, but it was, like, it wasn't terrible. Like I said, it was mid. It's mid. It's pretty mid. Um, good good f- feeling. And also, I think, um, I think it's nice to have... 
I think it, I think it's nice to have like Latin rock and Latin jazz as part of the Grammys canon. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they acknowledge this because I, I think it was a decent enough record. I can't say that I found the qualities redeeming um, to the point of winning a Grammy, but I will give it to them that they that it is an album. Uh, it is an album. Uh, maybe maybe worth a listen. It's a weird little part of the Grammy canon, I think. It's definitely a yeah. unique piece. It's, it's up there with the fucking concert for Bangladesh and the button-down mind as things that stand out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but that being said, Nikki, I gave this album a 28. Uh, I didn't hate it. Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah, the two's really jarring, you know? Yeah. Uh, but... I don't know. I I didn't. I I I had a lot more problems with it than I didn't. I guess you know. I I liked it better than I thought it would. I Nikki is rolling his eyes at me. I'm not rolling. I'm sorry. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm I'm looking at my my notes. Um, okay. I didn't give it a score yet, so I'm going to help a brother out and give it an uh, uh, an even number. Um, and I think I'm gonna give it a thirty-two. Thirty-two. That averages out to a thirty. Yeah, you're welcome. That ties it um, with the Toto album. Uh, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I, I could, yeah. Interesting. Did I rank it that low? Toto? You hated Toto, yeah. Was, that's you gave Toto a 10. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fuck Toto. That was terrible. Uh, anyway... So, yeah, uh, we don't know what we're listening to for next week because it's supposed to be a guest episode, uh, and we're bad at planning and are very behind on episode planning. We might just try and pull someone who is a recurring guest. That's okay. I love my friends. Even me? Andy? I think so. Okay, making sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Nikki, do you want to talk about music that you care about real quick, and then we die? Um, yeah. Um, what have I been listening to? Supernatural. Oh, well, what can I share? I, I just want to share with my friends, uh, with the listeners, that um, I had a very wonderful experience last weekend um, that I'd like to share. Uh, last weekend, I went to the first concert the, um, the first, uh, like, mainstream pop, you know, concert that I've gone to in about almost, like, two and a half years now, um, which was I went to see Dua Lipa in Buffalo, New York. Um, the worst with, place on earth. Yes, well, with with friend of the show, Abby, Jean. Um, I had a great time, Andy. I did not go to see Dua Lipa, although she was very great. Um, I went to see the one of the two opening acts. One of them was L- Lolo Zuai, um, who, who who's cool. I, I liked some of what she was doing. Um, but really, I came there to see one of my most uh, favorite. I would call this like top five artists, Andy. Um, Caroline Polachek, art pop synth uh, electronic extraordinaire. Um, she did did a tight set. I think she did really well. I was so happy to see her. I bought merch. Um, and uh, I had a great time. I had a great time with Abby. I, I spilled their drink a couple times. Abby, I'm sorry. Um, I got to... I had a great time, Andy. And um, I, I was really... I'm excited because I think it's hopefully a sign of good things to come. Um, 
and and that's all. I'm I'm so I'm so good job, Dua. For I'm sorry for what's going on with you in the news, but you're doing really well. Um, um you know, uh, like touring wise, it was a great performance. Good job. Great job, Dua Lipa. Thank you. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh, Andy. Uh, no, oh. No, one more thing. Sorry. One more thing. Um. My one another person in my top five, a band actually, the only band in my top five, Andy. They're back, Andy. Andy, after after years of waiting, I'm so excited. Florence and the Machine. Yeah, a bunch of my coworkers were talking about this new album on the way. I am so hyped. I, uh, Andy, I just found out yesterday. I like I I didn't even realize because I, I I don't know how she announced it but I've been off social media so I don't know when things are happening, um, and she's been dropping music for she this is her third single in the past like she, she's been releasing music for like three weeks now. There's a new single, My Love, a fucking disco esque banger. Um, I'm so hyped. I'm so excited. Uh, what what's the album called? Um. I'm so excited. Dance Fever is what it's called. New album by Florence and Machine. Dance Fever. I am really excited. I am really, I I think this is going to be great. I'm excited for a new era. Florence is definitely one of those bands and one of those people that like, I'm a ride or die for. I'm going to listen to everything. I I would love for her to be the first uh, artist that I've seen twice live. Have you Um, not seen multiple artists live twice? Andy, I really haven't. No, actually, I haven't. I, I haven't gone off out to a lot of um, concerts in my life. You know, Interesting. I, I really haven't. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about it another time. But um, but yeah, I'm episode. really excited. Yes, on a longer, less sleepy episode. Um, <laughs> I am very excited. This is going to be great. Um, f- God, Florence Welch, I am. I love you. You're an inspiration. Um, and that's and that's that's what's up. Andy, what are you listening to? You know, Nikki, a bunch of concerts got announced this past like week and. Uh, I was trying to go to a Front Bottoms concert in New Jersey with a uh, former guest of this show, unfortunately. Uh, they sold out hella fast. Uh, Death Cab really? for Cutie is playing Beak and Skiff in July, though, Nikki. And the opener is Illuminati Hotties. Uh, so I mean, maybe you and I maybe could maybe look into that. Uh, Where is that? Where's, would you say? Beak and Skiff. Where's that? The, ap- the Apple Orchard. The brewery. What is this? It is not far from Syracuse. Maybe 90 minutes. Oh, it's in Syracuse. Okay. Near Syracuse, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I, I haven't heard of whatever you just said. Um, <laughs> Beacon Skiff? Yeah. Beacon Skiff? Yes. It's an apple brewery. What's the Skiff? What's, what's Skiff? Anyway, uh, but no, so I've been listening to... Uh, what have I been listening to? I probably should have looked at this while you were looking at yours. Uh, yeah, come on, Andy. Played. Oh, I've been very folk so punky this week. Folk punky, huh? Yes. Uh, Songs from Thank Under God. the Sink by Mischief Brew, a 2006 folk punk classic. Uh, oh, I've been listening to a lot of Defiance, Ohio. Uh, they're, it's by the same guy who did uh, Nana Grizzle uh, is the front person for that band. Uh, this is their more political, uh, project. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's, yeah, 
that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about this week. A lot of folk punky goodness. Uh, hey, and as always, everybody, you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can follow Nikki on Twitter at Nikki Kulai and Instagram at Nikki Kulai. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at The Grammy Boys. Um, yeah, hey, we're in a new episode. Still coming. June 20th. Can't come fast enough. Uh, next week's a guest episode. Don't know what album it's about. We'll figure it out. Um, and as always, Nikki. Please give Florence and the Sheena Grammy. They deserve it so much. They should have gotten it for their uh, debut album, Lungs. Um, they should have gotten it for High as Hope. Ceremonials was a banger. The, al- the episode's um, over. I- episode's over. Dance fever. Looking forward to it. I love you. Goodbye. Bye, guys.